Catherine Abraham and I am a young Seventh-day Adventist from India. I come from a country that's 80% Hindu. I live in a neighborhood that's 90% Muslim and over time I've realized that there is not a single thing that I'd like to change about this equation. However, what has really disturbed me is the internal dissonance in the entire Christian faith. Every single denomination that we have, and we have a few, wants to show that they have the exact shade of truth that unbelievers or believers from other faiths want to hear. And that's my problem. Because Christ did not preach different types of truths. He preached one truth. And in the short three and a half years that he led his own mission, he made an impact. Unfortunately, as I listen to different preachers, teachers, ministers, various members of the clergy speak today, I've realized over time that there's something missing. There's some element that is distinctly missing from their preaching and teaching. Now, I am not, as I said, a theologian or a minister. But even as a lay member, I come to the church, I come to the community with a certain amount, with a certain understanding that I will get something valuable in return. But over time, I realized that perhaps my expectations are far too high. And this is why, and this is what, in fact, led me to start off this small mini-series of my simple understandings of the Christian belief and the Christian truth. In fact, I'm surprised that while we as uh, Adventists, while we as Christians are seeking to change people within the community, we make little effort to inspire people outside of it, which is actually what we were called to do inspire people. Keeping this in mind, I realize that we are also poor instruments whose iniquities are far too high. But there's nothing under the sun that can't be repaired. If your own conscience as a minister, as a preacher, just makes you to read texts from the Bible, I don't think we are doing a very good job about it. With churches, home churches and evangelical missions sprouting everywhere, the issue is the dissonance in the versions of the same truth that we all seek to serve, that we all seek to share and we all seek to understand. Unfortunately, we are no longer believers these days. I see more and more of marketing. We have become evangelical marketers and this might sound harsh at first but before you come to a conclusion I just want you to give it a minute give it a careful rethink and you will realize that we as Christians have drifted far far away from the shores of righteousness our overt claims to knowing the truth has brought us down 
as i said i come from a country that is known for its pluralistic diversity and hence i come across a lot of people who inspire me on a daily basis people from different faiths different beliefs and each of them has a very very strong root that they hold on to the christian roots are withering unfortunately we seeing a weakening of those roots that we've got to strengthen god has given us a beautiful mind a reason to live he's given us an entire instruction kit i mean come on who gives an entire instruction kit for life but god has he's given us the bible and yet it is our stout ego that fails fails to understand why we are called to lead this mission our trust is invested and is meant to be invested in the one who has never had form but is omnipresent omniscient omnipotent this omniscient god never called us to ridicule or denounce anyone for their faith or for anything else and yet we don't leave a chance we don't leave a chance to do exactly that our job our mission is to live our lives as living sermons when we meet people we need to leave them inspired the power of choice is given to each one and we need to recognize that we can't force christianity down people's throat in fact we can't force christianity even down a christian's throat if you go back to the bible right from the time of adam and eve we were all given a choice god gave adam a choice he gave eve a choice abraham and moses right down to christ every single one of them were given a choice today you and me have that choice the choice to be better when god hasn't forced anyone with anything who are you and i to force our beliefs down anybody's throat but that doesn't mean that not pushing someone not uh, forcing your christian faith on someone makes you a less efficient christian in fact not too long ago while i was reading a friend's manuscript in its nascent stages he added a line about uh, the great conflict at canossa which happened years ago between the pope and henry iv and while the story in itself was accurate his one line deduction that god had prevailed over caesar was seemingly wrong and i hastened to correct it for god had not won this battle but henchmen in the garb of clergy in uninspired by any divine teaching they stated that they were god's men but everything they did was ungodly and hence god could never have won that battle i'm not sure if he will incorporate this change but i won't be upset if he doesn't either for i have done my duty as a believer and i have entrusted my thought to his better wisdom to make that decision to retain his thought or to change it
and this my friend is the true nature of christians and christianity we are called to enlighten subtly not to enforce hastily for now i hope my limited understanding of my faith has inspired a course correction a subtle course correction in the way you think about christian faith the other day i was reading a tweet that read christianity is the fifth member of the family and it was meant to be a sarcastic tweet this was posted by a christian i felt it unfortunate that today our faith has become stifling it's literally being enforced and this is not how it's meant to be we as christians have to enjoy christianity and to be enjoyed we need to seek the truth we can't really make a difference to others lives without an effort and that effort comes through our conscious decision of praying before we speak to someone as ministers as clergy i see a lot of pastors in fact i've spoken to a few and each of them has denied praying just before they speak to a lay member how can you make a, dis- a difference when you yourself are not inspired and each of them has claimed that no that really doesn't matter because i invest my time in personal prayer we have a family prayer well that's all very well but how much time have you consciously invested in prayer just before you've spoken to a friend just before you've gone out there to help somebody just before you've solved a marital conflict you and i are meant to serve and to inspire my understanding of christianity in one line is that we are meant to be disciplined in our faith and at the same time we are meant to be disciplined without denouncing anyone else because the minute we denounce somebody else as heathens as unbelievers we've actually closed all doors of inspiration we've become judges and god has explicitly told us not to judge anyone i hope this first little attempt to reintroduce christianity from the eyes of a young person has been effective enough to at least inspire you a little to go back to your bible today pick it up but with reverence with the understanding that you want to create a difference to somebody's life and that somebody could be anybody a member of your family a member of your community a member of your social circles he may be a christian he may be a non christian and let's remember that we need to focus on our global outreach in a way that we reach every non christian first preaching within a community is really not 
God's understanding of preaching and teaching. Christ spent most of his time with people who never knew him. Don't forget the Samaritan woman. Don't forget all of those so-called unbelievers who were inspired by him. Whether it was the Romans or whether it was anyone else, all that he did was he commanded that respect. And today we as Christians are called to build a firm conviction so as to command at least a few people's respect and to inspire them to rethink on what they believe, they feel Christianity is. Before we can inspire the outside world, let's look at a few course corrections. Let's look at asking, requesting, imploring, pleading with God to show us that way, that righteousness that He wants us to cling to. Let's humbly ask. Let's humbly pray. Let's humbly get down on our knees for every single battle that has been won, has been won on our knees. I hope this podcast has inspired you and I hope that you will tune in next weekend and listen to a little bit more about the Saturday Sabbath. A lot of people have been asking me, why don't you talk about the Saturday Sabbath, especially my non-Christian friends and next week's podcast will be largely deal with how um, 90% of Christianity moved on to moving uh, to to worshipping on uh, a, a Sunday rather than a Saturday. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for your patience. Good day and God bless.